Welcome to Gain That Tune. What is going on, everybody? It's Game That Tune back in the house once again. It's your boy, John Harrington here. We've got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. We got Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. And we've got the Game That Tune August Absurdity Champion, David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. Hell yeah, motherfucker. We're back, guys. Game That Tune in the house for episode 313, a palindrome episode. And man, oh man, we've got a fantastic show lined up for tonight. What we're going to do here is listen to some video game tunes. We've each got three songs from a game. We're going to try and guess each other's games based on the songs and a little bit of trivia. We're going to goof off and have a lot of fun. And the winner at the end of the night picks the theme for our next episode and plays their bonus tunes. And our winner last week in a return to form was the king of the show, King David Fleming. And David gets to explain this week's theme. So we've done a lot of themes focusing on particular animals, um, but this time I wanted to cast a wide net. Uh, this is games with playable animals. Yes. David putting together the six-pack can holders like Mr. Burns in that episode of The Simpsons, casting a wide net and just pulling in everything the ocean has to offer. But not just the ocean, right, David? You're talking all animals. Uh, yes. It doesn't necessarily have to be an aquatic animal. Any animal. Well, you, you right. said playable animal. So you're talking like animals that will 100% fall for a three-card Monty, you know, scam. Is that what you're oh, saying? Oh, yes. Yeah, Precisely. Yes. Patsy animals. <laughs> I also want to clarify Marks. that um, as we discuss the theme, I wanted to eliminate humans as animals. Oh, me so too. Oh. If, uh, um, yeah. if, if you can win a three-card Monty against a raccoon, it's fair game. Word. Um, yeah, no, I think that's good. Now, David, does I guess I probably should have clarified this much sooner. Is it if a game has any playable humans, does that disqualify it from the show? Does it have to be strictly animals? Um, I think we'll see what happens as the episode continues. Yes. Okay. Fuck. You know, Can they be made up animals? I think we'll see as the episode continues. Ooh, all jackalopes. I'm excited. Yep, it's gonna be a good one, guys. There's a, there's plenty of good animals, plenty of real animals to choose from. I like of all the fiction animals. You immediately went to jackalope. That's the best one. Yeah. Most famous one. Yeah, they're great. They're yeah. delicious. Bada bing. Dragons. <laughs> fast as fast as move. Sorry, are, dra David. Jackalopes are fictitious. Dragons are real, man. They're just <laughs> yeah, extinct. There's a Komodo dragons. Those are real things that live. And yeah, what do people? What do you want about, man? Have you not seen Game of Thrones? So I'd like to take this opportunity to shout out our um, phone line, our voicemail number. Uh, give us a call. Who do you think would win in a fight, jackalope or dragon? Ooh. I'm just, you know, in a fictitious animal fight, jackalope would win because it's the fictitious one. Now, that's, that's all I'm saying. Is he voiced by Dave Coulier? Are we talking about the dragon or the jackalope? The jackalope! What the Neither fuck? Neither one. 
No, no I Coulier. I don't know. Maybe Dave Coulier is going to voice a dragon. Who knows? He, he did the voice of uh, the, the jackalope in America's Funniest People. No, I know. I know. And Okay. I'm glad someone knew that. No, I, I definitely know where you're going with this, but um, my Jack point Jean remains. Deep into the past with these Dave Coulier, America's Funniest People references. <laughs> my uh, point remains. It out. Give us a call. Anyway, yeah, so uh, we got a great, great show with animals. That's uh, that's the theme. It's animals. Uh, we'll see what that means to to you and me. Now, but, does uh, the the Muppet animal count? Well, that's a good question. We actually. will see as the <laughs> episode goes. Well, now, in fairness, you know, real quick, just to unpack that a little bit, David did say the theme was animals, plural. There's only one animal, the Muppet, and. It's not clear what kind of animal he is. Unless Wait. there is a video game that is into the animal verse that I'm yes. not aware of. Exactly. So, so you have to play as multiple animals in the game? He said th- games with playable animals. Oh, playable animal. we just start the damn show? Yeah. yeah. Jesse's really digging one. in deep here. Drum it up.
right, so um, the main inspiration for this game was the Paper Mario series. However, however, other role-playing games provided strong influences, including Persona 5, Golden Sun, and Xenoblade. Um, while y'all are writing your answers or preparing them to show, I do want to give a special thanks to our fan requester. Uh, this came from our Discord channel from Acre. So let's see those answers. All right. So uh, Jesse says zebra penis. Johnny says bug fables. And John says fine. Um, Johnny is correct. This is bug fables. Now, John, I want to ask, you wrote fine as your answer. Was there a particular reason for that, or? The music, it was fine. Okay. I just wanted yeah. to 
what your thought process was. It was uh, it was nice music. I, I almost wrote pleasant, and then I was like, eh, yeah, let's go with fine. Um, also, I forgot that it was the fan request, so I didn't look in the Discord to try and steal an answer. Because, um, yeah, these uh, nice tunes feel like they could be from anything. They could. Um, however, if you listen to them while watching footage of the game, it is very clear what this game stems from. Mm. Um, so basically, the developers, who were apparently from Panama, which surprised me. Um, not, I mean, some not pan, that some like, panhandle trash boys. No, 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 not panhandle Panama. Oh, not Panama, Panama City. Yeah, no, no, no. The actual country, Panama. Yeah, the, the, the other Panama. Can I tell Panama. you a quick side story of one of the dumbest fucking things I've ever said? Please do. So, we're in Costa Rica for a wedding, and we're about halfway through the day. I'm like, Daniel, how come we haven't listened to Panama yet? And uh, that's the whole story. <laughs> Is uh, I forgot that I was not in at, in Panama. I was in Costa Rica, and these are different countries. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope that was to correct like a connection issue and not just Johnny thought Costa Rica and Panama were the same like fucking them out <laughs> it, could be it could be two things guys <laughs> um, so yeah this is Bug Fables and this is a, an indie RPG which was basically developed because the um, the studio that made it is just it's an indie studio it's a handful of people in Panama who were like, hey, you know, Paper Mario was really good. And then Nintendo was like, let's add stickers and card-based battles and a ring system. So they're like, no, fuck it. Let's just make a new Paper Mario game. And that's pretty much what Bug Fables is. Like, it's classic Paper Mario. Hmm. Yeah, let me uh... so you're not playing as Mario, you're playing as Bugs, I assume. I, I was hoping to get more of a reaction out of that. Uh, but yeah, this is this is like a classic Paper Mario style game, but you play as three insects. Uh, there is a beetle, there is a bee, and there is a moth. Um, the beetle is kind of like your tank. Uh, the bee is kind Which of like Which beetle your... is it? <laughs> Ringo. Um, Ooh, I'm on board. So, no, actually, I believe it's a stag beetle. Um, no, oh, it's a... Single, um, huh? What? <laughs> stag beetles have the pinchers. What's the one who just have the one big horn? Rhino a beetle. Rhinoceros. Okay, sure. Uh, yeah, it's a rhino beetle. Um, the bee is kind of like a long-range attacker, and then you have your moth who's like the mage that has ice powers for some reason. Um, but you just kind of like explore this world, different sections of it. There's environmental puzzles that you can solve. Um, the combat has that same kind of like timed button press things. Um, all the characters kind of look like paper cutouts. Like you're walking around the overworld. And then when you turn around, it does that thing where like you flip and you can see like it's two dimensional. I don't really understand why, because they're not paper bugs. They're just bugs um but it's it's a it's a really cool looking game and i say cool looking because sadly this is one of those games that's been on my wish list for a while and i just haven't quite picked it up oh. um 
Because I definitely looked at it. That really like, bugs me. Because I definitely looked at it. I was like, oh, it's classic Paper Mario. That's awesome. Wish list. And it pretty much stayed there. Yeah, I'm looking at this game. This looks like pretty fucking adorable. Um, so it's called Bug Fables. So is it based off like classic Aesop fables? Like at any point, do you have to fight a bunch of sour grapes or anything like that? You know, I don't believe so. I think it was just they were looking at it like bug story. No, bug quest. No, bug's <laughs> life. Oh no, 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 no. Um, so then they settled on fables. Yeah, I, I like the idea of there being a level where you uh, you have to help a scorpion and a toad get across a river and just everybody dies and you just get game over every time. You can't actually beat it. There's that there's that level where you have to like pull a thorn out of a lion's paw. Ooh. I'm trying to, yeah, okay, that's yeah, that's the end of all the fables I can name off the top of my head. <laughs> uh did is it Jack and Jill went up the hill? Is that I one? I think that's a nursery rhyme. I don't think a nursery oh, okay, rhyme counts as a fable. Rapunzel? Is that a fable? I don't. I don't think Jack and Jill is a fable because there's no like lesson point behind it. There's no lesson unless it's just yeah. There is. Don't, don't go up the fucking hill. <laughs> that's that's hard. Get someone else to do it. Jack yeah. and Jill stayed home. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing I mean, bad happened. Yeah, nothing bad happened, but honestly, that's not much of a story. Isn't it, though? Is the original much of a story, David? The original's not a great story, either. They go up yeah. and hold a pail of water, and then they fall. Yeah, and then they waste <laughs> the water. It, like, it's really a bad story. Jack and Jill stay home and do not leave a carbon footprint. Yeah. There you go. Jack and Jill stay home, get really high, and yeah. nobody gets bothered. And they... they are responsible during a pandemic. There you go. <laughs> Jack and Jill did not go to a hill. They got super stoned. And don't you know it? Like, Airheads is on Comedy Central. Oh, but, I haven't yeah. seen that in a while. I love that movie. <laughs> um, so if, but yeah, it's it's a cute, charming, fun little RPG. I, at least based upon what I can tell. I, again, unfortunately have not played it, but... It's on my list. Nice, yeah. No, it looks looks very cute. Um, at any point, does it get weirdly dark like a Kirby game would? Does it do that thing where it starts cute and gets turns into a, a horrifying, unsettling thing? Uh, well, considering this is based on Paper Mario and not Kirby, I don't believe so. Hmm. Mm. See, that's although what I would be, do. Although, to be fair, Paper Mario did get kind of dark at points too. Yeah, like, like, so if I was making a game like this, like a cutesy game based on you being bugs, I would 100% make one of the final levels being like um, a pesticide guy coming to a house and you have oh to God. deal with that. And he, But it wouldn't just be like a cute cartoony, you know, pesticide person. It would be a, an eldritch horror like of Dale a pesticide. Oh. <laughs> it's not or, like Stanley the Bugman from Donkey Kong 3. It's just like Cthulhu, but with a spray can. Although I do, I, Jesse, I like your idea. It's just still Gribble. <laughs> that is equally horrifying. I mean, in many ways, Dale Gribble is an elder chore. Oh my god, he would have so many great attacks like pocket sand and... Oh my god! <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> Dale Gribble used pocket sand. Cha-cha-cha! <laughs> 
Oh, I don't want that so bad. Yeah. I, I there really to... should be a King of the Hill RPG. <laughs> yep. Oh. <laughs> That's all I want now. Fuck. South Park got one. That is one of my Okay, random tangent. One of my favorite King of the Hill jokes is I think it was when like Hank was having IBS and like <laughs> couldn't be out drinking with everybody, so Peggy took his place. So they did the lineups like, mm-hmm. Yep. Uh-huh. And then it shows Peggy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so bringing it back to the bug fables. Um is so so what what game was this on, David? I'm sorry, I totally missed it if you said that. Or what system is this um, on, I mean? It's a it's a multi platform. Um I believe it's pretty much based on bake <clears throat> I believe it's pretty much released on everything. I know it got a switch point switch port. I think it got released to like PlayStation Network, um Steam, etc. Like I'm pretty sure it's out on everything. Okay, let's see here. Um, I'm curious about how much this is. Oh, it's only like twenty. This is it's just like a twenty dollar game. So, what do you say? This is worth it at its price point. Do you think it's a good you know, twenty? W- good way to spend twenty bucks. As somebody who has not played it, um, yeah, I think it's worth twenty bucks. Because oh, right. again, um, I remember the like. If you look at the N64 Paper Mario cartridge, that goes for significantly more than twenty bucks. And like, yeah, new Paper Mario, yeah, I I pay twenty bucks for this. Mm, so uh, yeah, yeah, it's a it's a it's the secret Super Mario RPG game uh, for only twenty dollars. You don't have to pay outrageous prices. That's a pretty good. That's a pretty good huh. selling point. I feel like that's what they should put on the back of the box. This is actually Paper Mario but it's only $20. <laughs> well, and that's the weird thing too, is because the game released around the same time as um, Paper Mario and the Origami King. So it's like, do you want Paper Mario, but not really, or Bug Fables, that's actually Paper Mario? <laughs> like, it's kind, kind of a weird contrast. <laughs> but no, it's, like I said, it's it's been on my wish list. Um... It definitely seems like a cool game. Again, shout out to Acre for the fan request. Um, and I I definitely want to play it. I just unfortunately haven't yet. Okay. You will. We'll see you here. Will. Before we move on, John, I know you're having a connection problems. Like, do you wanna do you wanna keep going? Do you wanna should we stop and try to figure this out? What do you wanna do? No, nah, man, I don't know. Fucking I'm having the same problems I was having last week, so I'm just not gonna talk much. I don't okay. know what to do. Um, yeah, I've changed computers. I've done everything I know how to do on this end. It's I don't know what the issue is. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. Let's move on to game two and see how it goes. Game two.
All right, guys. <clears throat> so, see, this game uh, got some pretty negative reviews on its release. Uh, Next Generation stated uh, it gave it one star out of one star out of five and said, "Nuts to this, you might as well hook up your NES, SNES, and play Zero: The Kamikaze Squirrel." Do you guys have any uh, good answers here? Oh, yeah. I got an answer. <laughs> All right. John, uh, I think it's saying timeout or nothing. We'll come back to that in a second. Uh, David says zero the Kamikaze Scroll 64. Incorrect. Jesse drew an elephant and his trunk is a penis. Uh, that's incorrect. This game is Punky Skunk. John, was that a? Do you still have an answer, or do we have to like stop the show for something? I, I, I didn't quite... write down an answer. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. This is Punky Skunk. It was originally going to be released for the Super Nintendo, um, and then they decided to move it over to the PlayStation because that was coming out. Uh, so this gave me the bold move of releasing a 2D platformer when everything was all about 3D, and. And on top of that, it's just not very good. <laughs> so what you're saying is this is the Mega Man X4 of animal platformers. No, Mega Man X6. All right, let's be clear. Mega Man okay. X4 is a pretty okay game. This is basically pure trash. You play as a uh, you play as a skunk, and I think it's fair to say this game is a real stinker. <laughs> Here we are. 
Yeah, Punky Skunk, you play as a skunk, you're a punk, I guess. Like, it's not like it's got some kind of super sweet, you know, Ramon soundtrack or anything. Like, it's not like you're you're rocking out to, <laughs> to Bad Religion or I don't know. I'm trying to think of other punk bands. Uh, the Offspring, you know, nothing like Avril that. Avril Lavigne. Yes. <laughs> what? David. <laughs> years before she came out. <laughs> 1996, Wait, Avril Lavigne on the PlayStation. <laughs> Years before she came out, do you mean like when she first released an album, or like yes. when she yes. came out of the? Cl- okay. Yeah, no, first released an album. I was like, wait, is Afro Levine gay? That's awesome. Yeah, I don't know. If she were, that'd be cool. If not, that's cool too. You know. I think she's we married support- to the guy from Nickelback. Either way, she's not a skunk like in this that game. Is not cool. <laughs> <laughs> Why? That's that's kind of fucked up, David. Well, it's Nickelback. Yeah. So, anyways, it's it's kind of got, like, an okay plot as far as the game goes. It's an environmentalist plot. You know, you're trying to fight... Uh, there's a guy who's trying to um, pollute the planet, and you're you're fighting him and his robots and trying to, you know, save the planet, which is... That's nice and all. I do like is, that. Is this, like, Awesome Possum? It's kind of like Awesome Possum, except uh, I don't think it has the voice samples that Awesome Possum did. Oh, is it like Captain Planet? It's, it's like Captain Planet, but you're a skunk. So take Captain Planet and replace. Make him stinky. <laughs> Make... Like it's like an ironic Captain Planet. Like Captain Planet, he's a like a toothpaste colored hero who saves the planet, and he's handsome. Punky skunk, he stinks, but he still needs to save the planet. It's kind of funny. <laughs> I was gonna say it's like Awesome Possum, except it's a skunk. And then you're like, is this like Captain Planet? It's like, yeah, it's like Captain Planet. But he's a skunk. Like I feel like the main focus is he's a skunk and a punk. What are you, what are you getting at, David? <laughs> Wait, are you saying uh, that this game is like a real like skunk works for like some other game? I'm saying that the uh, main character of Punky Skunk is a skunk. That's what I'm getting at. That's a bold statement, there, David. You hear? You heard it here first. Punky Skunk <laughs> is in fact a skunk. David said it. On the back of the box quote, right there. <laughs> He's a skunk. Punky <laughs> skunk. He's a skunk. David Fleming, game that too. <laughs> what is this? Yeah, and it's not like you get to use any cool skunk powers. Like, you're not. Wait, you don't get a spray on them? No! The, you don't That's spray the, anybody. Why are you even a skunk? Who That's cares? the whole point of playing as a skunk, is skunk powers. Yeah. You don't require your enemies to bathe in tomato juice? Like, no, you, like, jump on people, you use pogo sticks, you use rollerblades, but, like, you don't I have never seen a skunk do any of that. (laughs) I actually have seen a skunk rollerblade once, but... That's probably pretty cute. (laughs) Please tell that story. I love the idea of making teeny tiny rollerblades and putting it on a skunk. (laughs) Oh, I just thought they, like, stuffed one in, like, one rollerblade and just, like, rolled it down a hill. (laughs) Any of you guys ever actually encounter a skunk? Uh, I've not, no. Like, in a zoo, yeah. yes, but in real life, no. Oh, okay. Just me, huh? I've seen one. Yeah, just, did you get sprayed? Ran, no, I just ran ran away. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, cool. Uh, have I told my skunk spraying story? I don't, I don't think I've so. I've never heard it. Please Probably not on a podcast. Uh, so we were on a field trip. This was uh, senior year. We were on an FPS, that's Future Problem Solvers, the cool kids what we were uh and we were on a field trip to fps international competition we were in stores connecticut at the university of connecticut 
and we were staying in the dorm rooms there. I guess, uh, you know, maybe, like, I don't know. There were a shockingly low number of college students around this dorm. Uh, but a bunch of fucking high school dipshits were staying there doing their uh, nerdy thing. And uh, me, Dane, Mike, Phil, and somebody else, we went outside to roll a joint. And there were some girls on the first floor of the dorm who, like, uh, they like, like their window open. They're like, hey, oh, you guys, uh, you guys oh, we're telling, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, okay, whatever. And then uh, I'm like, let's just fucking smoke this joint and be done with these chicks. And Dane is like, no, let's let's talk to him. Let's flirt with him. So, that, you know, that he's hanging out with him talking for a second. And I'm losing interest. And then he starts losing interest. And so we go back to smoking the joint. And then a skunk walks by. Just a fucking skunk in the middle of campus at the University of Connecticut walks by. And so instead of continuing to flirt with these girls who are on the other side of a wall and uninterested in us, Dane chases the skunk <laughs> towards their window. <laughs> what? <laughs> and, man, that skunk let out a fucking blast. <laughs> and it went straight in their open window and no shit cleared the dorm on the first floor. Like that shit just permeated the dorm. <laughs> like, <laughs> And you know, we we fucking hauled ass and like went back to our third floor room and tried to act like nothing happened. Yeah. Like yeah, you know, fucking like a hundred people came outside. It fucking stunk. <laughs> it was it was like cartoonish. It was Looney Tunish, man. Like it was like you know, fucking. If there was a actual stink cloud, it could have been. It was it was a classic Looney Tunes moment. Like it fucking wrecked that first floor of that dorm. Right in that window, man. Skunks, nothing to fuck with. That stink is legit. So what I'm hearing is a skunk cleared a whole floor of ladies that sounds like he was a real pepe le pew <laughs> like that's what i'm saying <laughs> it was man. so looney tunes man <laughs> you really brought the skunk weed it was baffling yeah <laughs> just like not only were we fucking smoking weed when we're definitely not supposed to be and you know we're 17 18 we don't know what the rules are on getting caught smoking weed but then also we blow the fucking dorm up with a skunk it's like oh man we're really fucking this trip up we gotta gotta lay low for a minute man <laughs> i also like wild. how you're talking about like you know we're breaking the the rules of smoking weed and this was like 10 15 years before marijuana was legalized in any state in this country i mean you know yeah but you know we probably should have been smoking it so brazenly at a on a school field trip <laughs> yeah but uh to compound problems we uh, added in some uh, skunk stink to the mix so yeah it was a uh, man hell of a trip Whew. That is that is the best time that anyone has ever had in Connecticut. Uh, hey, <laughs> Guaranteed. The fuck, man? What are you burning on Connecticut? Wow. Right? I thought wow. you were going to say like the best time anybody had chasing a skunk or like you know blowing stink all over a couple of girls. <laughs> oh, <what's... laughs> oh, oh, man. Now we're burning on Connecticut. <laughs> I've had some Look, great I'm lobster just... rolls from Connecticut, man. Like you, one of our one of our most like treasured listeners is from Connecticut. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Are they? <laughs> yes, goddamn. <laughs> I, I won't I name names. <laughs> I sincerely apologize to them. I'm just going to say that I, in my chosen profession, in the the job that I work with, um, I have spoken to many people from Yale Law School, and I don't have a high opinion of the state of Connecticut based okay, on Okay, well, maybe you need to talk to more people from the University of Connecticut, David, because yeah. up there, they love their husky ladies. 
<laughs> I mean, maybe I should because I'm definitely in favor of husky ladies. Yes, that's the other story from that trip is that <laughs> at the uh, closing ceremony of this nerdy ass thing, the guy got up there and said, yeah, it's great to be in Connecticut. We love our husky ladies. <laughs> you know, the huskies, of course, being the team mascot and oh, the ladies, yes. the ladies being the highly successful uh, basketball team from the University of Connecticut. But yes, traditionally, I think the uh, it's not husky ladies. I think it's it, lady huskies. Uh, yeah. Oh, he maybe knew just, what he was saying. Yeah, it's, yeah it's he, lady he, huskies. Uh, <laughs> he got one over on the crowd. Uh, me and Michael thought that was the funniest fucking thing we'd ever heard, and it remains yeah. top top ten to this day. No, that's great. A man announcing to forty thousand you know, people like we love husky ladies here. That's uh, mm. that's good comedy, man. <laughs> Thank you for visiting the University of Connecticut. We like them thick. Saying, baby. <laughs> I mean, I have some magic. Like, you know, you're looking over that crowd. It's like 40,000 people. Are like, I know it's Lady Huskies. Yeah. And yet man, I have to say it. It's going to be so and much then, funnier. <laughs> I think, really, to make matters even funnier, me and Michael laughed an outsized laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. People, like people looking at you like not many fuck? people were you know people were politely applauding and we were cackling deep <laughs> in the audience <laughs> like yeah god I, I miss being young and inappropriate <laughs> i like the idea that the person making that speech looked over a crowd of thousands and was like i know it's lady huskies <laughs> but i have one opportunity Dude, God damn it, I'm going to take it. I think there's a couple stone kids in this audience. I'm going to make them cackle. <laughs> I got these boys. <laughs> uh, yep. So anyway, yeah, we're not talking about... Uh, there's no further stories to tell from my uh, trip to University of Connecticut all those years ago. I mean, there are, but they're less interesting and probably even less connected to video games. But... um I don't know. I th- I feel like my trip to Connecticut was probably better than Punky Skunk. Yeah, I think I think most things are better than Punky Skunk. Uh, mm. uh, apparently, the original Super Nintendo prototype has made online, and it's it's not particularly better or anything like that. It's just it's interesting, <laughs> you know. Like, oh, man, this yeah, you know, real real audacious move. Fucking releasing an SNES game for the PlayStation. That's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bad fucking call, man. <laughs> it's a bold move, Cotton. Let's see how it works for him. Yeah, how did it work out for him, Johnny? Who made this, and how's uh, what's the fate of their studio? <laughs> oh, let's see. That's a good question. Uh, da, 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 da. This was developed by y- Ukiyote. Ukiyote. Let's see here. Um, Wikipedia says was all right. Was Japanese game developer. Went the fuck in 2002, so about six years after uh, this game came out. Couldn't hack it on the PS2, hearing you. Okay. And yeah, I mean, they made some memorable games. They made Hook. Uh, they made Todd McFarlane Spawn, the video game. Uh, they made a Metal Slug, or maybe a port of Metal Slug, I guess. Um, yeah, it looks like it was all ports after this, because they see King of Fighters 97, Metal Slug First Mission, and I know these people weren't the actual developers. Yeah, they're not SMK. No. <laughs> it's like, let's do a port to something. Yeah. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's it. They have, uh, like, I don't know, about 12 games or so to their name here. Good. Fuck them. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, it's, uh, yeah, literally after Punky Skunk, it's all downhill. Hmm. 
They, you know, they lost their ability to make original games at that point. Those poor, poor bastards. <laughs> I, I like how Punky Skunk was the beginning of their decline. Yes. Well, I mean, it, it was like their blank check. You know, they had their shot, and they shot it with Punky Skunk. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, you know, the check bounced, baby. So they had to uh, suffer for, through a few more years of porting SNK games and then die. So, <laughs> you know, so it goes. Anytime I hear Blink Check, I, I think of that movie Blink Check. So I'm sitting there like, oh, so then they got a mansion and they made a Macintosh say things. And <laughs> no, I mean, you know, yeah, I'm just thinking, you know, the thing with the Blink Check is you're supposed to have like success early on and then you get a Blink Check to make a big crazy passion project. Obviously, you wouldn't get a Blink Check on your first movie. So they didn't really get the Blink Check. They, they just struck out on their first fucking, you know, game. Um, <laughs> yeah, real shame. Love uh, that studio that you couldn't pronounce. <laughs> Rest in peace, studio. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Want to do more yeah, field trip stories?
All right. Um, <clears throat> so this game features um, over 100 gameplay enhancing items, such as weapons and um, different things like that. And you can play as one of eight different uh, animals in this game. All right, let's see what you guys got. Oh, man, it's hard to read. Shit, I accidentally deleted it. Oh, you hit the button. Damn. <laughs> Y'all can display your answer. I'm just going to write my <laughs> fast. John says bowl of farts. Incorrect. Johnny says men in black. That's incorrect. And, uh... David says Monster Hunter Animal. That's also incorrect. Uh, this is uh, Gunfire Reborn, which is such a stupid fucking name that, like, when you hear that, <laughs> you, you instantly don't want to play this game. Yeah, that but, sounds dumb. Yeah, but... The thing is, though, the game itself is actually pretty freaking cool. Um, well, question. Did they call it Gunfire Reborn because Gunfire Reloaded was already taken? Oh, I have no idea. Because um, Gunfire Reloaded is a fine name, but Gunfire Reborn... Re Reborn. 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 <laughs> okay, now. Reborn. Now we're, now we're getting somewhere. Reborn is also a far superior name to Reborn. Yeah, it's, yes. uh, it's just a bad name. Yeah, it's just it's a real bad name. But the game itself is really fun. It's a uh, it's like a first person um, shooter type deal where um, it's like a roguelite where you're going through levels and uh, they're all procedurally generated and um, you're collecting different weapons and powering them up and the weapons all have a lot of 
cool effects. The it reminds me of like Dead Cells, how you get like two main weapons that have like different stats that um, do different things. Um, like you have like machine guns, shotguns, uh, like throwing knives, swords, and um, like there's so many. I've I haven't seen them all yet. Um, and it's also uh, single player to four player co-op. It's a really fun co-op game because like it's just like you're going in there and just killing stuff um but you play as these like cute little cel-shaded an- animals um so like you start off with like you play as like this orange cat with like a cool like hat and stuff um then like i think the next character you unlock is like a like a chonky looking rottweiler looking dog <laughs> with like dreadlocks and stuff um there's like a bunny lady um there's like a a bird person um bird person yeah <laughs> it's a bird person shooter <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh i but, thought um, you were going for like a rick and morty reference there oh no no no, no. i'll never be going for a rick I and forget morty about reference, that david um, ever fair enough but yeah it's it's a pretty neat game um i'd heard about it briefly like last year but i never played it because you know the name was still kind of off-putting it's a dumb fucking name it is it's like i mean what is like i'm looking at images of it's like why in god's name would you call your animal first person shooter gunfire reborn like that's i mean that's up there with like square's current strategy of fucking rpg naming like like every day various day life and fucking (laughs) i thought you were going with the square model of like Project Animal, right? Yeah. But a triangle they, strategy. They would have called this Project Gunfire, and then in development, it'd be like, "Hey, what if we did animal characters?" It's like, all right, should we call yeah. it like you know Wild Guns? No, that's taken. Let's call it Project Gunfire Reborn. Oh wait, yeah. drop the project, Gunfire Reborn. That's that's our final title. <laughs> but yeah, um, lousy fucking name for what looks like a kind of you know fun little colorful animal based first person shooter game. Yeah, and you like level up, and like each of the characters have different skill trees. And oh, I'm you can sorry. Do different also, things. reborn implies that this would be a sequel or like a continuation yeah. of something. Is that that's not the case? This is a wholly original game called Gunfire Reborn. I believe so. Yes. Yeah, that's fucking stupid. Huh. That's weird. Yeah, um, yeah, I was think I was trying to think of reborn. What what have I seen with that uh, lately on it? Uh, HBO Max, whatever has a uh, a new Eraser movie. You remember Eraser, the 1996 mediocre action movie starring Arnold Schwarzenegger? Oh, nope. yeah, that one. Can't yeah. say that I do. That has something and to do with alligators or something? He, at one point, fights an alligator, yes. Yeah. Um, which you know would have been good for this episode. Uh, but yeah, now HBO Max has Eraser Reborn. I'm like, why didn't you just not have this th- anything to do with the Eraser? Like... <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger's not in this. You don't have to call this Eraser. It's not that unique of a concept. Yeah, you don't. The Eraser doesn't need to be reborn. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just adding Eraser to the movies I need to watch list because Arnold Schwarzenegger versus an alligator. That's something I need to see. Yeah, no, Eraser is actually pretty good. <laughs> it's on. It's on Arnold's decline, but uh, still pretty pretty good Arnold. So yeah, you should watch that. And yes, Arnold Schwarzenegger definitely. Uh, I don't remember if he really how much time he spends fighting the alligators, but he encounters some gators. You know, 
It's good. I mean, even good still, Arnold Schwarzenegger encountering alligators, like, as long as he does more than say, hey, that's a gator, like, I'm oh, fine with that. Alligators. That was way more Scottish than Austrian. Yeah, oh, that no. really, really came out weird, David. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me do it. Let me do a more correct Arnold Schwarzenegger imitation. Yeah, here it comes. Ugh. Yep. Yeah. I'd be wow. turning you into luggage. <laughs> God, why can't? Why do I keep going Scott? Gonna save Vanessa Williams and turn you into some alligator luggage. No, guys, guys, here you go. Ugh, <laughs> oh, la vista. God damn it. Gators. See, you I gotta, think my problem Johnny, is I keep going like wide in the mouth trying to get that like ow oh, no the arnold voice comes all the way from the throat you got to go all the way to the back of the mouth it's it's really a, a real throaty voice and i'm sorry johnny if you're going to say hasta la vista or anything any variation of the key to the whole thing is baby <laughs> you gotta finish it with baby oxa la vista is ha only half a joke oxa la vista Aki. <laughs> see there you go <laughs> now we're getting places but um, yeah, no, I'm sorry, but yeah, so that's a, that's the reborn tangent. So the eraser's been reborn, the gunfire's been reborn. Um, bad fucking names. <laughs> I uh, what's a better name for a fucking animal-based first-person shooter though? I, I'm talking all this mad shit. Oh, uh, yeah. I got one off the top of my head here. Uh, head here. Uh, gunfire reborn identity. Though. What? Okay, so it also has kind of a... Explain what that has to do with animals. I'm just yeah. working born identity and born, reborn, reborn identity. That's the idea here. But that, I'm uh... sorry, did the born identity have animals? Well, it could just be like an anim uh, basically a ripoff of the born identity but starring animals. I was going to say, you know what, David? Actually, I'm thinking on the movie The Born Identity... I don't think there's a single animal in that. <laughs> That's bullshit. Not I'm not a that pigeon at some point. <laughs> Never. <laughs> you know what will make the We're going to have to watch identity. it and review it, but I don't think there's a single fucking animal in that movie. <laughs> you know what will make the born identity even better? Monkeys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it would kind of reduce the stakes of him, like, escaping the embassy or whatever if he was a fucking, if he had a prehensile tail. But, you know, <laughs> still... Yeah, it could use a couple of monkeys. <laughs> I'm just thinking he's trying to like escape the embassy. He taps like some gadget, and a horde of monkeys just like flies over to attack people. He's, like he's still I'm learning who he it. is again. He goes to the embassy, opens up the case, the lockbox, and instead of like a bunch of passports with different identities on it, it's a bunch of bananas. Um, <laughs> turns out Jason Board's been a monkey the whole time. I'm just spitballing here. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so uh, no, Johnny, shame. Um, but no, I, you know, I, I, I talk all this shit. I, I don't have a better name for a monkey or an animal-based first-person shooter game off the top of my head. So maybe Gunfire Reborn is a perfectly competently named game. Yeah, maybe. <sighs> um, but it, it's um, it's pretty fun co-op, and uh, this is on Game Pass, obviously. What? And um, which I'd like to bring up the fact that I have a new Game Pass Guardian, um, the fantastic, um, strong and handsome muddled madness. Oh. Like he's just just uh, stepping up to the plate and 
wrapping his big arms around me and saying, it's going to be okay, Jesse. Play some Game Pass. And, uh, because you've heard his voice before and it's very, like, kind of soothing. Muddle's got a good voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's very Hmm. nice. And, um, if if you were here and wanted to call into the voicemail, or if you wanted to call into it any time in the next several days, I'd, I'd edit it into the show right about now. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> that was funny, Muddle. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe what a dynamite yeah. drop in from yeah. Muddle. Wow, good job. Are man. you Muddle Madness? Do you want to call into our show? Please feel free to at 940 <laughs> yeah. GTT Buzz. Yeah, call it right now. Yeah, pretend to be him. <laughs> Everyone do your favorite, favorite Muddle impression. <laughs> but that's it. It's it's a pretty fun game. Um, shitty name. Like, I feel like they need to do something maybe the sequel just get out of that naming convention at all or i mean yeah or can something. you patch a game's name like <laughs> can we update this <laughs> oh look at these patch notes oh let's see uh yeah. game's called something completely different now <laughs> yeah now it's called wild blasters <laughs> oh dope that's not bad i like that i the yeah. fuck out of wild blasters yeah, that sounds like Same. a sega game oh dude that's my favorite microwave snack <laughs> it's my favorite sex move. <laughs> I was gonna say it's oh. weird that's your favorite microwave snack. That's my favorite sex move. Does your mom and teacher not know how to treat you? Well, get some wild, wild blasters. Wait, so I still don't know if that's that for the microwave snack or the sex move. Both. <laughs> oh, man, depending on the decade, it could be either one. I'm just gonna say, performing a sex move on a teacher that may or may not be my greatest fantasy. Like, <laughs> Do you like to gross out your sister? <laughs> That's right. Okay, now we've crossed the line. No, man, it can still go either way, honestly. <laughs> All right, David. You know, let's just before we move on, what teacher and what sex move? <laughs> the wild I, I don't feel comfortable saying that because I don't think that particular teacher from St. Augustine High School would ever watch this show, but, Mm. you know, I just... In the interest of personal safety, not gonna say it. If you're David's teacher, call in the the voicemail. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Please, please check our Discord. (laughs) Game 4.
so this game features uh, many, uh, many playable animals. Uh, I think the final count is over 80 playable animals. There are, however, six animals featured in the game that are not playable, all of which are flying animals.
All right, guys, who's feeling great? Me. I'm feeling fantastic. Good. Glad to hear it. Now, about this game is another story, but I feel great. Oh, well, I would hope you feel great about the game, too. Because um, if you know it, you know it. Jesse said a rhino with a dick for a horn. Sadly extinct, sadly incorrect. Johnny says men in black. He's close. And David says Marvel versus Rudentia, New Age of Mammals. It's cute. I like it. It's not right. I was just thinking of what game had 80 playable characters. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, calling them characters is a bit much in this case. They really are playable animals. There's not a whole lot of characterization to them. Because, uh, yeah, you're playing as some feral animals. They're out there in a an abandoned post-apocalyptic city. This is, of course, the animals of Tokyo Jungle. Ah... That game is pretty cool. It is. I think it's very cool. What a funny game. Uh, you know, David, I'm glad you didn't pick this as the request this week. Because I know we got it requested from a couple of people. And I was like, oh, man. Uh, I'm playing a dangerous game here because Tokyo Jungle's got a dope techno soundtrack. I better uh, I, don't know, I better just pick it anyway. Because uh, I was planning on picking it. As soon as you said animals, I'm like, oh, I'll pick that Tokyo Jungle game. And then, like, three people requested it. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so... Not saying I take a peek behind the curtain, but you know, one uh, about one second sample of what you ended up picking for the request confirmed. No, you did not pick Tokyo Jungle, <laughs> so I was safe to go ahead and upload it. Um, man, what a game this Tokyo Jungle! So Jesse, you sound like you uh, you played it and weren't particularly uh, whelmed by it. You got Tokyo Jungle takes? No, I thought it was a cool game. I said it oh, was okay. a cool game. You just kind of said it, kind of. Oh, this was a cool game. Well, it is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not enthusiastic, I, but you know, it's it's fine. It's like uh, I, it's because I didn't, you know, I didn't play enough of it. But what right. I did play, I I enjoyed. I've when I hear people talk about that have gotten deeper into it, it sounds like great. Like it does sound like a cool game. It's just it's one of those weird Japanese games that was on the what the PS3. Yeah, it and was. So like it was on there forever, and I think finally it's on some other stuff now or at least on the more modern ps it's only available now uh to modern things with the ps plus like premium subscription oh i see okay but it's there and you know honestly i was thinking about doing a seven day trial and playing a little bit of it because you know i don't really want to pay for that subscription i'm not playing enough games to justify paying a monthly fee for playstation's you know meager offerings but seven days and you know maybe 17 bucks if i forget to cancel in time that might be worth it for tokyo jungle this game seems kind of fun <laughs> like yeah you know, wild fucking concept it's you know it's uh from the time of uh you know uh whatever it was released uh released 10 years ago actually 2012 um and uh, i thought it was gonna be 10 years from its release but no it's uh it's set in 2027 i remember that because i remember seeing it's like oh it's post-apocalyptic tokyo in 2027 man that doesn't seem that far off anymore that's upsetting um <laughs> you know they, they really should have gone a little further into the future god damn it <laughs> um i i seem to remember because i never played this game but 
I seem to remember this game having elements of Pride of Baghdad, which was a a graphic novel series from 2003 about like the Iraqi war and like a zoo that got exploded. So a bunch of animals just exploring like I seem to remember this game being about just like wild animals exploring a empty city. Am I way off base here? No. Based upon your facial expressions, I seem like I might be. No, I was fully getting to that without the esoteric graphic novel Pride of Baghdad reference. I mean, yes, it's Tokyo Jungle. It's it's an abandoned post-apocalyptic Tokyo, and you're playing as animals. Your reference, I I can't speak to in any way, shape, or form. Okay, so feel free to cut, right. <laughs> feel free to cut all of this in the podcast version. No, no, no. I, you know, let's talk about Pride of Baghdad. You know, uh, I'm curious now, David. I mean, how many animals are there in Pride of Baghdad? It was a. Uh, it was a. Uh, 150. Oh, no, whoa! No, no. doesn't no. live up to the Pride of Baghdad. You got to catch them all. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez, Louise. <laughs> it was. It was a, a Brian K. Vaughn graphic novel about. Um, during the uh, like Iraqi war in the oh. early 2000s, there was like four lions that escaped from a Iraqi zoo, just kind of like exploring Baghdad and whatnot. Um, and yeah, kind of had similar parallels. Maybe it was just in my mind, because I seem to remember like this game was about just jungle animals in Tokyo just kind of dicking around. Yeah, it's kind of like that. I think one of the key differences is there in the title. Brian K. Vaughn. Uh, Tokyo Jungle, of course, being one of the key differences. It's Tokyo. It's not Baghdad. So it's not a like a war fucking... It's not a bombed out hellscape. Um, Yet. And then two, <laughs> it's You have the, to go to Nagasaki for that. <laughs> it takes place after a mysterious human apocalypse. And... Um, not so much in the Middle East, where they just kind of live in that condition, you know, currently. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe in, in thematically it's similar, but no, you know, I, I don't know, David. I, I really, really can't speak to anything you were talking about. But yes, yeah, so again, feel free to cut all of this because apparently I am completely off base. No, so, I don't think you are. I just don't understand it. And when I'm describing the game and you you cut me off to start describing an esoteric graphic novel, I, you know, I don't have any way to fucking really re- respond to that. Something, I've, something I've been wondering this whole time is you said that all the non-playable characters, or all the non-playable animals, are flying animals, right? Yes, I would love to actually talk about the game. Is the corollary true that you do not play as flying animals? Or like... like Right, because that's not like like if, if all the non-playable animals are flying, that doesn't necessarily mean that all the playable <laughs> animals are non-flying, right? Right. Exactly. No. This is an SAT question. Do all non-playable <laughs> characters being non-flying mean that all playable characters are flying? My, the sense that I get is that they they programmed in a lot of animals and then probably couldn't really figure out the mechanics for playing as the actual flying animals that are there because like you know so the game you got a couple of different sets of animals you got your predators and you got your grazers so the predators obviously the gameplay is centered around stalking their prey and you know hiding in grass 
strategic battle things. In the grazers, it's more like you know sneaking away from the predators, trying to find food at an open opportunity, survival. And then you know there are some smaller animals that just exist merely to be hunted. Uh, you know, like rabbits and things like that. You know, like I, I think you eventually get to plays like a rabbit and like a you know a chicken. Uh, even though there's not really like they're they're grazers, there's not much to it. But like there's these small animals all over the place that kind of exist just to be hunted, and that includes like a pigeon, a crane, a crow, mm. a pterodactyl, an archaeopteryx. Um, Wait, <laughs> yeah. See, I didn't really want to dive into that just yet because see, apparently there's also dinosaurs in the game. Dope. <laughs> um, and I, dinosaurs you know, are back, I, baby. I didn't I'm get fucking enough. into it. Didn't get far enough into the research on the game uh, to figure out why dinosaurs are back. But yes, there are. So there's a bunch of animals roaming around Tokyo. And then, yes, eventually there are also dinosaurs. Uh, you know, you can play as a woolly mammoth, uh, Dilophosaurus. Um, I think it's a, something. Yeah, I can't remember the names of them. Um, I don't. But, I don't want to play scientist, but I do want to go on record to say that woolly mammoth was not a dinosaur. No, of course not. Like, Thank you. Okay, but I'm just saying that. Yeah, there are there are ancient creatures. There's DLC for a saber tooth tiger. Um, Ooh, dope. Yes, quite dope. Um, there's also DLC for a caveman, which is very funny. <laughs> um, so eventually there is a humanoid character. That's yeah, why I was asking. Dabadoo. That's why I was asking earlier. I'm like, if, if a human shows up in the game, it doesn't ruin this whole theme, does it? Because, you know, the crux of this game is wild animals hanging out in Tokyo. And then eventually you can download not only a caveman, but also just a normal human office worker, um, which is very Johnny cool. game over. <laughs> Get him well, out of here. like, so uh. is the, it, <laughs> did they go all Geico at the caveman? Did they try to make a whole spinoff game where you play as a caveman? No, <laughs> I, I love the fact that caveman and office worker would be the same character. Yes. I mean, vaguely the same. They're the only two humanoid characters in the entire game. That's the whole premise of that show that Geico made. <laughs> right, yeah. Goddamn. Gurk, um, yeah. don't want to go to meeting. So uh, <laughs> the game itself is actually, I don't know, I think it's very intriguing. I would love to see a, like a, a more updated version because like watching a few videos of it, like it's, it's of a time. It's... Uh, it's clear they weren't going for like fantastic realism on any any of the animals. Like their walking patterns don't look fantastic. The character models aren't excellent. But that's not obviously the point. But like this would look really good with a, a refresh on the graphics. The graphics are not fantastic. But you're playing as animals, you're going around Tokyo, you're uh, establishing your territory, you're hunting other animals, you're breeding. There, you know, I'm not clear on the timeline of the game, but there is a time element in play. Like uh, in the tutorial, you're playing as an old golden retriever who has to establish his territory and find a mate. And so you go around at different points, and you know they they dodge the crude stuff because there's no peeing animation. You go, a, you go to a little point and you sniff around, and then you've marked your territory, and Man. then. The, you, you know the me to my question the female golden retriever shows up and you she's a she's a prime golden retriever so you have to have like high 
you have to have like alpha status to get with her. So in order to get your status up as an animal, you have to kill other animals. Oh, whoa. And then you come back and she'll breed <laughs> with you. And so you take her back to your thing. And man, the animation on the dog's fucking, <laughs> it gets to the point where the male dog mounts the female dog and there is not one single thrust. Fade to black and then a oh. howl of a dog. Like a... So and then... They... Is there, a, is there a is there a hot coffee mod for Tokyo Jungle? I have to imagine it exists out there somewhere because <laughs> I have to imagine if they got that close to showing virtual animals fucking on screen, the developers of this game wanted to show everything, and somebody Sony stood in their way. <laughs> like, <laughs> you like, you got to cut out you got to cut out the piss and the jizz. Get it <laughs> you out know, of there. somewhere. There was a programmer like no. I'm showing the dogs fucking. Right. Yeah. I, you know, I'm, I'm compiling every single one of these animals fucking every single one of the other animals. It's going to be some unusual breeding taking place. You know. <laughs> right. Pterodactyl, I don't know, anything. It's pretty yeah. weird. That Pomeranian's getting all up in that cow. <laughs> yeah. Wolf right. on rabbit. Slash yeah. fiction. Oh, man. It's uh. Wait, no, that's just a B-Stars. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's um, the game is uh, it looks you know pretty fun. Like like I said, I'd love to play it. Um, the gameplay looks pretty simple. Like the combat, it's just like you slash and then like you. Get, it's like you have to you have to fight the other animals to like find an opening to bite them, and like you pretty much get you know like a bite is like a killing blow. And then you also have to like dodge if the other animal tries to bite you. So like it's you know a little bit of combat that you got to learn. But it is really funny watching videos of this because like the first like story mode mission you're playing is a pomeranian, and it's like <laughs> well you know it's the apocalypse. Humans are gone. You finally run out of pet food. You have to become a predator now and go out and become you know and like find your place in the world. So you're playing as like a pomeranian wearing a little sweater. And you oh. go out and fucking like start just eviscerating things. <laughs> like when you fucking when you kill something in this game, it's just so brutal and quick. <laughs> like you pounce on them, you fucking you know swing them a little bit. There's some blood, and then you can eat them for the calories. Uh, all the characters or all the animals have like a like a hunger meter um, and a life meter and something else. It's a uh, it's really fucking it's entertaining to watch and it seems like the kind of game like well yeah you gotta try and play through the whole like you gotta play as much as you can and just see like what can defeat what this is the ultimate like you know uh i guess it's not the would you rather thing that johnny usually asks but it's like the the whole thing of like <laughs> okay well what do you think you know could five chimpanzees beat up a fucking saber-toothed tiger i don't know like let's fucking check it out Ooh. uh yeah I don't think so. See, but this game gives you the opportunity to find out using game mechanics and science, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, there's just, it seems like the kind of thing, it's not meant to be taken terribly seriously. You're meant to fuck around a little bit, find out some funny shit, and uh, yeah, just, uh, I don't know, explore uh, unusual little, uh, you know, post-apocalyptic Tokyo as various animals. You know, and yeah, eventually, you know, breed and stuff like that. And ultimately, the story, you know, do you guys care about spoilers for a 10 year old game that none of us have played or probably are going to play? Nope. No, we're good. So there's humans still. Get the fuck out. Yep. They've, they've retreated underground. They're at an underground facility. And, I, you know, the ultimate uh, story mode mission thing you're playing is a robot dog. 
and the robot starts to have like it starts to second guess its like programmed mission which is apparently to switch on a device that will allow humans to come back to the surface huh. and so the you know the ultimate decision that you make as this cute little robot dog where you still are having to go around and kill stuff and fight it is do you switch on the machine that lets the humans come back if you switch it on game over that's the end of the story that's nice it's when you don't switch it on that things get complicated <laughs> so ultimately the story they're trying to tell is fuck humans let the animals have the earth back <laughs> and i'm like you know kind of dig it yeah that sounds yeah. fun you know, it's, it's a shame that it has to be a robot animal to make that decision. I would love it if the little Pomeranian was the one making the decision at the end. <laughs> like, Or, you know, just like a bear. You're just walking in this facility and you're a bear and you're just like, mm, <laughs> no. Like, just fuck fucking, humanity. That's what I'm saying. You're like, oh, you know, you're a pig and you just kind of walk in. Hmm. Well, I'm going to go with no. No humans. See you later. <laughs> like, you should be able to play through the final story mission as every possible animal, and there should be alternate endings. Like a cute little bunny rabbit should be able to fucking you know doom humanity. <laughs> like, I like the idea it. of a bear. I like the idea of a bear just waddling, waddling in and going. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's a it's a fun little game, and it's got a cool soundtrack. I mean, the techno soundtrack is also bizarre. <laughs> like if you listen to these tunes, and I'm telling you, yeah, it's a it's a game where you play as a I don't know, adorable little Pomeranian, or you play as a fucking, you know, I don't know, goat trying to find fucking grass to eat in a, you know, wasteland. You don't get that from the music at all. It's kind of great. <laughs> so, it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. I'd love to, uh, love to play it. Love to see an update of it. Um, but uh, yeah, I thought it was, uh, thought it was the perfect pick for tonight, and it's the perfect pick for our lightning round. Guys, there's 80 different animals in this game. Oh, Christ. oh fuck. <laughs> I've got every single one of them, and we're not actually doing this lightning round. Johnny, let's keep it going to game five. <laughs> game oh, thank five. God. Oh, you got us. <laughs>
All right, so uh, this game started off as a fan game based off a television show. Um, once they got to a certain amount of development, the corporate overlords send a cease and desist letter, at which point the executive producer and showrunner messaged the developers and said, hey, I'm sorry this happened. If you would like... Let me create a brand new cast of characters for you so you can continue development for this game, which is exactly what happened. gentlemen who has some guesses slash answers jesse seems pretty confident johnny is not confident He's at all <laughs> I, so uh johnny says men in black sadly incorrect jesse says butts so close uh john harrington has the correct answer this is them's fighting herds <laughs> Oh, I've heard of that game. So this is Them's Fightin' Herds, uh, previously known as the fan game My Little Pony Fighting is Magic. <laughs> Real quick. Johnny, why did you settle on Men in Black for your fake answer tonight? Because I thought it'd be very funny to play a Men in Black game where you don't play as the Men in Black. <laughs> like, where you play as... You know, An Edgar animal. and the cockroach, or Edgar in cockroach form, not even in the Edgar suit. <laughs> you know? Right. I was going to say, you know, Men in Black is an aliens game, and like, you know, or like if it were going to be a thing, it'd be including aliens. I thought you were be trying the to pug. whether or not aliens were animals or not. But sorry, David. Yeah, so uh, the fighting herds. This game's pretty fun. Like,. I um it it was released on like Steam and PC ages ago and it just recently got a console release. Um and I picked it up 
and um, I I hesitate to say this because I don't want to go down this particular rabbit hole, but I was a fan back in the day of My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic. Um, Before you go any further, you don't want to go down this rabbit hole, but would you like to go down this pony hole? Okay, oh, see, that's God. exactly why I didn't want to say anything. Like, <laughs> I didn't get into the corner of the fandom that got weirdly sexual, and I didn't ever bully, like, eight-year-old girls. You, just, okay, so you didn't want to go down the pony hole, but did you want to jump on it, let's do it, ride it, my pony, <laughs> <laughs> my saddle, baby, come and jump on it. See, this is why I hesitated Man. to say anything, because, like, it's, you know, My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, was just, it was a cute show. It was hey, wholesome. Is there, yeah. is there any room for me in those jeans? <laughs> that's, you know what? That's a genuinely good joke. I So, you know what's funny is, I remember going and seeing a demo of them fighting hers at MAGFest a few years ago. Yeah, uh, and I was with Patrick, and I was like, "Fuck!" Like David has to play this game, man. And he's like, "Well, it's only on PC." I'm like, "Oh, she's never gonna play it." Like, he's never gonna play this. <laughs> I'm so glad I got a console release, man. I'm yeah. so glad for David. <laughs> yeah, because I, because I, I was genuinely like, David would like this. I know he likes My Little Pony, and this game is basically My Little Pony: The Fighting Game. Right. Uh, and it was actually really fun. It, it looks like it's actually a well done fighting game in terms of like. You know, combos and, and, and blocking things and parries and all that shit. Like, it looked really good. See, thank you. Cancels and... Thank you, Johnny, because you're you're getting me to away from where I didn't want to be. Uh, this game is a well-made fighting game. Um, it's, if I'm not mistaken, it's actually based on the Skullgirls engine. Oh, um, I can see that. What? Yeah, so... Um, when Skullgirls was doing their Indiegogo campaign, they were looking for like other people, and at the time this game was in development, so they're like, "Oh fuck yeah, let's partner with them um, to try to get that sweet sweet brony money." And this game functions on the Skullgirls engine. It's a really well-made fighting game, and part of what I love about this game is how it works mechanically. So it's a four-button fighter. You've got light, medium, heavy. And then you've got Magic, um, which kind of functions as the special button in Marvel vs. Capcom 3. So every character uses Magic a little bit differently. Um, every character has a special meter, which, you know, you beat up your opponent, you build up your special, and then you can use super moves and whatnot. And then every character has their Magic meter, which works differently for everybody. So, for example, there's a character named Tehuan, who is a dragon. Their magic meter slowly builds up over time. Once you build up a bar, you can hit the magic button and you fly. And then you can use that to do, like, fly cancels and combos. And she's basically like the Magneto of the game. Um, for example, you have another character who is Arizona, who's a cow. When you push the magic button, you throw out your lasso, which is basically like a long-range um, command grab. Every time you hit that, you build up a bar of your magic meter, 
And then using your magic meter, you can do a super version of your special move. So it's basically like the EX meter in a Street Fighter game. Um, so every character is a little bit different that way. Um, and there is there is a part of me that loves the game because of the cast of characters. Because it is a wholly original brand new set of characters who are non-copyright infringing right but it is very clear it is transparently clear who is supposed to be who like there is a character in the game who is named paprika who is an alpaca who can throw random objects from her fluff um she's very like happy-go-lucky, very chaotic, very random. She has a super move where she grabs you and just hugs you into a death squeeze, and that's... So she's Pinkie the Zangief of uh, them fighting her. Well, no. That's that's Pinkie Pie. That is 100% Pinkie Pie. Like, oh, okay. it is very clear who's supposed to be who. But Go on. The... I would love to take a shot at guessing some more of these. Well, that brings us to our lightning round. Oh, no, it doesn't. Oh, no, it doesn't. Lightning round. No, it doesn't. Applejack. That's my guess. Um, So Applejack is actually Arizona. But hey, hey, the hey, point hey. is... I want to guess. Um, <laughs> if you've... If, because every character is a four-legged animal, this is a fighting game that has no punches. So, like... If you've ever played Amaterasu in Marvel vs. Capcom 3, um, she functions very differently from all of the other characters and basically how she moves and how she attacks. And this game is a game of all of those characters. Like, it's all four-legged animals just beating the hell out of each other. So, so it plays really uniquely compared to other fighting games. Well, yeah, of course. But are you saying they all have, like, magic attacks that they fucking can use? Or, I mean, like, there has to be some hoof combat in this, right? There is. Um, because, like, every character kicks with their hooves or claws. Right. I'm sorry, Jesse, you look like you had a question. Um... Oh, so is each hoof mapped to a different button, like, yeah. you know, like Tekken? God, Tekken with hoofs would be fantastic. <laughs> Sadly, no. Um, you just get light, medium, heavy, and then, again, magic. Magic hoof. Okay. But it's... It still it's looks a, super fun. It's a really unique game. It's a really fun game. Um, the animations are super fluid for all of the characters. They have really good voice acting um, again because this game kind of started as a My Little Pony game they got Lauren Faust involved for some reason Tara Strong got involved she voices one of the characters and for an indie fighting game getting Tara Strong to voice a character is a really big get yeah um, it's hmm. like I it, it recently got ported to consoles and I bought it because I thought like oh tee hee this is the My Little Pony fighting game this will be funny and then did I you really say tee hee oh my god I mean it's me yes 
Um, and then I actually started playing it. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. This is good. Yeah. What's the opposite like, of Teehee? David, like five fucking years ago, I was like, get a goddamn PC and get this game you're going to love. And you're like, nah, man, I only play games on consoles. I was like, son of a bitch, you, so, you stupid <laughs> son of a bitch. This game is great. <laughs> it's it's really good. Yeah, it's um, awesome. <laughs> it, and it, every, you know, they... I love the cast of characters. I love these completely original characters. Um, and they do the Skullgirls thing of, like, every character has 15 different costumes and, like, color variants. And they go super hard on the references. Like, one of the characters is Taehwan. She's a dragon. She has a costume that's based off of Maleficent. Um, there's a character named Palm who is a sheep. And she kind of, like, summons sheepdogs to fight for her. She has a costume that's based off of Green Lantern. And it changes all of the sheepdogs into, like, Green Lantern constructs. Like, this game just goes so, so hardcore on the references. And it plays really well. It's super well animated. This game is surprisingly good. Yeah. I'm not terribly surprised, man. You know, you take a fan game, you put it on the Skullgirls engine, solid engine. You know, you give it some nice fluid animations. It's going to come out good. It's just, it's a shame the whole, uh, you know, cease and desist went down with My Little Pony. That's, uh, that's too bad. But, uh, you know, it doesn't really shock me to find out that, like, yeah, some love was put into this and a competent game was made out of it. David, my question, what's up with the name? You know, I went in on Jesse's game for the fucking name, you know, Gunfire Reborn. That's an awful name. Them's fighting herds. That's Is that better. really the best name they could fucking come up with? I mean, it's like a play on them's fighting words. Yes, I get that. Oh. Is a, <laughs> is a herd even a name for a, like a group of horses? Yes. Isn't I mean like it's a herd. band of horses oh, is a is a band and the, the name is yeah you know, like it's a it's a it's a heard. it's a double meaning like a band of horses is a group of a small group of horses and a band of horses is a you know their name is band of horses yeah, like you herd cattle right herd like yeah. a herd is not a unit of a thing a herd is something you do to things no a herd is a unit well a it is herd a unit of too, isn't it? yeah. Yeah. Well, I've always heard a, a group of, her, uh, you know, of horses is called a stable, and not. And I know it's confusing because that's the building they're kept in. But also, no, a, a stable of horses is the name for a group. And I well, get it, that there's not a great way to make a good pun out of that. There but, is more yeah. than just horses. There is. There's oh. every every character mm. is a different species. So you've so, got Arizona, who is a cow. You've got Velvet, who is a magical reindeer. There's mm. Oleander, the uh, unicorn. You've got Palm, the uh, sheep. There is Paprika, the alpaca. There's Tejuan, the uh, dragon. And then there is um, Shanty, who is a goat, who is also a pirate. Because gotcha. why not? There Two. was Okay, so that was my confusion. I thought that since it was My Little Pony... And then they had to, re you know, we kind of changed everything up. I thought that everything in it was still more or less horse-based. I didn't realize that it was, you know, different cattle and livestock. 
Nevertheless, I'm going to just go ahead and pull one off the dome. I think the game should maybe have been called Dead or a Livestock. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to lie. That's a great name. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Uh, I'm going to give myself a pat on the back because I literally <laughs> thought of it while you were naming all those different breeds of animals. <laughs> like, That's, wait a minute. Yeah. I, I got one. <laughs> Well, and that's the thing is, if if I have one criticism of the game, it's that there's only seven characters at this time. They are adding DLC characters. Um, mm. The first DLC, I think, should actually be released this month. It's actually Arizona, the cow, her father, Texas, who's a big bull, who seems to be the, like, slow-moving Zangief grappler type character. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm mm. super interested to play yeah. as him. Um, but yeah, it's it's just, it's a unique game. It has gorgeous animation. If you have no interest in playing this, if you have no interest in My Little Pony, which I presume most of you do. Um, so two things for me, yes. <laughs> at the very least, just go on YouTube and search like them's fighting hurt super moves and just watch the like level threes because seriously the animation is fucking incredible all right i i will do that and if this ever makes it to evo i'll watch it there you know fun story they were debating um like apparently evo was deciding between smash brothers ultimate and them's fighting herds and them's <laughs> fighting herds won what? Okay, yeah, no, David, who ever told you that story is lying? <laughs> All yeah. right? Like, what? No, 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 get out no, of here. No, them's fighting her seriously, like, beat Smash Brothers into Evo. <laughs> well, I can I, see I, that, because yeah. there's a lot of uppity fighting game fans that just want to shit on Smash Brothers. All well, the time, yeah. So. That, you know, Especially that, Ultimate, like, problem. I don't, I don't want to shit on Smash Brothers. I love Smash Brothers, but, like... Yeah, Themis Fighting Herds is a surprisingly great fighting game. Well, plus yep. Ultimate is the one where you could randomly trip, right? No, that's no, Brawl. You're thinking of that's Brawl. Brawl. <laughs> okay, never mind then. Ultimate's the one that, yeah, it's the newest one. Oh, 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 whoops. Okay, yeah, I'm dumb. It's okay. Wah, wah. It's, you know, Johnny revealed himself to not be part of the FGC. <laughs> Let's all laugh at him. He is not counting frames. Yep, jeez. <laughs> Um, Johnny, give us your, uh, your Them's Fighting Herd tier list or start the calculating computer. Uh, okay, so number one is Poe. Number one. The guy from Star Wars? Calculating <laughs> computer activated. You hear that, like, balloons, the aerobics out? Like, Oops. Scoring complete. This game's winner is... John Regan. Hey, that's John Regan's jingle. <laughs> Johnny, what happened? Well, we were tied, and, you know, I don't win very often. I felt like I, just, I should have it, so I took it. And uh, Fair enough, Johnny. Yeah. That's, uh, that's nice. You've won in the last two episodes, but I like it. <laughs> um, I'm in yeah, favor but, of but it. One, one of those wins was contractually obligated. <laughs> like, yes, it, it, it counts nevertheless, Johnny. This is wrestling. This isn't sports. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Wait um, a minute. Game that tune is not a sport? 
<laughs> we're you know we're we're sports entertainment man <laughs> it's uh you know there is uh some elements of it that are real but the uh, the outcomes may be predetermined like johnny winning tonight's episode we definitely talked about this before the show started so johnny congratulations um we all did the job to you and now you've got the uh the herculean task of coming up with an uh, a theme for our next episode yeah, so so uh, my theme for next episode is games that are really fucking cute. I'm gonna leave it at that. It just has to be really cute in some way. And as why the you hell to did I use the My Little Pony fighting game Let's on see. this episode, Johnny? You 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 you. After I used the game where you can kill things as a Pomeranian, and David brought them's fighting herds. Somehow yeah. now you're thinking cute games. Exactly. <laughs> Finally, I can use scorn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man. Um, so <coughs> cute, of course, is a subjective uh, idea there, right, Johnny? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Okay, good. Oh, Very cool. Good. I can still use Silent Hill, too. Great. Hey, there's so much cuteness. <laughs> it's going to be an all-Silent Hill episode. Uh, can't wait. Um, well, geez, wow, Johnny, what a uh, what a pick. What a theme. What an idea. Cute games. Or did you say very cute or extremely cute? Oh, you know, very, like fucking cute is what I said. Like okay. normal. <laughs> like it's you want to hard put, to justify, but I bet we can find a way. Like you want to put the game in a box and send it to Abu Dhabi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can't believe we get to invoke that in two episodes in a row. <laughs> yes. More Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> This show is now a Garfield show. Yeah. Garfield that too. Johnny, drink the cum. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, title. man. <laughs> Johnny, drink that cum. What a show, man. <laughs> Jesus, God. Um, you know, thank you to uh, the you know people that were definitely there watching live along with us. Record-breaking viewership tonight. Full-blown engagement. So many people there. What a live broadcast this was. Uh, thank you to everybody watching live. We're live every Wednesday night. We're on Twitch. We're on YouTube. We're on Facebook. Search for Game That Tune. You'll find us. We're doing this. We're going to continue to do this. You know, Lord willing. Uh, thank you to everybody listening in podcast form. Our podcasts are out Tuesday mornings. They're at GameThatTune.com. They're anywhere you get your podcast. Search for Game That Tune. You'll find it. Leave us a rating or something. I don't know. Uh, thank you to everybody checking out Patreon. Excuse me. Patreon.com slash GameThatTune. It's the home for awesome exclusives. We've got Game That Tune gems. We've got mixtapes. We've got movie commentaries. We've got a ton of fun stuff going on on Patreon. And you help us keep the lights on at our 24-7 video game music live stream at radio.gamethattune.com. GTT.rocks. That's the address you need for video game music on the internet. Johnny made some fun updates to that this week. Uh, Johnny, what'd you do? We can now send out messages or notifications straight from the radio or something. Yeah. So now, whenever we start the stream, which isn't that often because it's up most of the time, but yeah, we're great. When we do restart it, you will get a notification now. Um, yep. And we can like toot as the radio if we want to, which we've never really you know, tried to do, but mean? we can now. Yeah. I'm sorry. The what? We can toot? Because every time you mention that, you're like, oh, I can toot. I'm like, that's cool. I don't... What do you mean? 
Yeah, that's a euphemism I talk to my son about farts with. Like, you know, toot. It seems, you know, I, 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 I don't know. A I toot don't give a is, fuck, actually. It, I'm sorry I asked. <laughs> it's the Mastodon equivalent of a tweet. Yeah, exactly. We're all, you know, laughing about the downfall of Twitter, but it's not going away that fast. <laughs> so, yes, GameThatTune.club and Game that Tune Radio can toot now. So, you know, everybody jump on there. Um, but yeah, more importantly, check out Patreon. Want to give a special shout out to our absurd fans on Patreon. Of course, I'm talking about Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky, Taylor Y, Sam L, Grimmery, Phoenix Tier 2121, Unsaddled Zebra, and Akadar, a fantastic group of patrons at patreon.com slash game that tune. Uh, Want to give one more shout out to our requester, David, who made the request this week? Uh, the request came from Acre in our Discord. Yep, Acre, fantastic request. Mm. Discord, fantastic place to make a request. Make them there. Make them at GameThatTune.club, our Mastodon, Fediverse, uh, social media thing. It's uh, it's the new Twitter, people. GameThatTune.club. It's the place to make requests. It's where you toot. Not, not be involved Full in Elon Musk's toot. weird you know, non-tooting business at all. Um, or you can send us an email, I guess. G- uh, GameThatTune at gmail.com. Really, join us at GameThatTune.club. Come on, it's it's more fun than uh, sending an email. Um, and that's going to do it for tonight's show. Johnny's got bonus tunes. Johnny, tell us what we're going home with. So we're going home with one of the songs from Neku Atsume, which is a Japanese mobile game where you take care of stray cats, and it is very, very cute. How did oh, none of us that. pick that this week? Good <laughs> God. Because you don't play as the cats, Almost you just did. leave out oh, that's right. You don't play cats. as them. You just you just witness the cats. You're yeah. right. Sorry, Johnny. Excellent pick. What's the song? Um, it's a Japanese. I cannot. It's not even Say like Say it in Japanese, Johnny. It's not even like transliterated. These are Japanese kanji. I cannot even begin to pronounce this. Okay. First one is Auk, and uh, that's gonna do it. Peace out, everybody. <laughs>
Bug Fables is copyright 2020 Moonsprout Games. Punky Skunk is copyright 1998 Yuki Yote. Gunfire Reborn is copyright 2021 Duo Yi Games. Tokyo Jungle is copyright 2012 Crispies and Sony Computer Entertainment. Them's Fightin' Herds is copyright 2022 Maximum Games Incorporated. Johnny, were you fading those early? Uh, yes, they're a little on the long side, so yes. <clears throat> they're edited down from the long side. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. The point of this segment was long songs, short discussion, but ah. we'll do it your way in editing. Give, um, give everyone a chance to take a pee. Exactly. I mean, yeah, you know, I was walking away to pour a drink. I thought I thought I had time. Nope. No, no feeling on this next song. All right, got it. Yeah. How long is the next song? About four minutes. Oh, yeah, that's about. Yeah, you know, seriously, I, I didn't leave them terribly long. They're all under four minutes. Yeah. So you know, fuck you. <laughs>